0: Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello. Now, just before we get into this week's episode, I just want to say a couple of thank yous. This is an episode that I'll hold my hand up personally and say was amongst those i've been most excited to do and you'll work that out when i get into the episode i'd just like to thank my son and marcus for making it happen it was a great honor and a great privilege to spend an hour in the company of somebody that. As a young boy, I completely idolised and having met the man personally in question, I certainly haven't changed my opinion. Complete humility and a beautiful human being. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Hello and Welcome to the Leader, Manager, Coach podcast. Welcome along, it's Rob Riles welcoming you to another edition. Now in today's programme, I'm absolutely delighted to be able to uh, bring somebody to uh, speak to us. Who I don't mind admitting that as a young boy, um, standing on football terraces, I uh, I did idolise, just like many other people. I'd probably go as far as to say that, amazingly enough still, For a team that played in the 1970s, the uh, person that um, I'm fortunate enough to be able to speak to is still idolised as probably the most loved player from from that era. Um, As well as his uh, career with Stoke City, he had an illustrious career with Manchester United. Um, Probably fulfilled the dream of scoring an FA Cup final goal like um, a lot of kids dream of. Also played for Birmingham, Leeds United, and I probably missed out a couple of clubs, so I'm sure he'll put me right on that. Um, I think he was the best volleyer of a football I've ever seen, and not that um, I'm the final judge on that, but um, I've yet to see anybody so uh, so good at that particular skill. And um, you know, I'm absolutely delighted to be able to bring you Jimmy Greenoff. Jimmy, welcome to Leader Manager Coach. Hey Rob. Well, thank you very much for giving up your time and hey, uh,
1: a pleasure
0: so Jimmy this podcast is a lot about leading managing and coaching and I've had a little look through your playing career and um, I believe that to when you first started out um, or early on and I don't know whether this is your first coach there was somebody called Sid Owens is that right is that your first coach and the best right so what I'd love to know is what what's your Memories of you of the experience you had with, with with this particular coach and why was he so good and and what was it about him that maybe helped you in your early career?
1: Well, he was I'd gone straight from school and he was uh, the coach at Leeds. I don't think he was given the credit. Reavy took it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, Sid's knowledge of the game was absolutely incredible, and I was not wing half when I first started. Went from school. But we had a um, captain at Leeds who was idolised by Don Reeve, and quite rightly so. He was one of my best mates there as well, even though he was about five years older than me, Billy Bremner. And Billy Bremner was a wing half, and I was a wing half. So there was no way I was going to get in. It was Don Reeve's favourite, but he was a brilliant, brilliant player. And Sid in so he got every game, first team reserves and what have you. And he suggested to Don Reevey that they play me up front. Yeah. And he did, and he played him, he did, he did what uh, Sid asked and the rest was kind of, it was the best thing that happened to me, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Playing with the ball in front of me rather than back, uh, behind me. He yeah. Was, he, he just, he just saw something. And I'll tell you how good he was because a few years later Mark Hughes was a wing half. Right. And he changed him up from... Right. He was coach then, trainer of the reserve team.
0: Right. So that was Sid Owens working Sid with Mark Owens.
1: Hughes? He, he turned He turned Mark Hughes from a wing half right. like myself to a centre forward like myself. Right. Or a number 10, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And uh, so <clears throat> in terms of... So how old were you when he, when he was coaching you, Jimmy? How old were, would you be then? Like 16, above 16, no, no, 18?
1: No, 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 When I went from school, to no, I'd be... Start off like 15. Right.
0: And would you describe him as like a disciplinarian or was he somebody that you could go to and you felt comfortable with? Were you like in awe of him or and was he nice to work with?
1: I felt he was. <laughs> he hurt a lot of people, nearly had them to tears. But I, um, no, it was all for your best, you know what I mean. And I remember when, my took with Mark. He came to he came to Stow for a golf day. And he said, "You were under Jim Sid, weren't you, Jim?" I said, "I were." Oh, you frightened me to death. Mark said. I said but we did. He did the business. We did in him, and he says quite right. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's interesting.
1: Some couldn't, I suppose, because he did ball a lot, you know.
0: So he used to shout, he was strict that yes, way. Yes, Yeah.
1: It was all for you, though. What he right. was doing and having a go at right. it, was all for you, for the benefit of you.
0: So you, as a, as a player, you recognise that underneath his way of doing it, he had your best interest at heart, Most you, you definitely. knew that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Most yeah. definitely. And I always remember when I first got me was it youth cap? Or under 23, I think it was youth cap. And Don Revy, I remember him coming and said, I think you've got somebody to thank for that, don't you? Did he? And I knew who he meant straight away. And I just did that, I kind of I just like to say thanks, yeah. yeah, Yeah.
0: Yeah. What was Don Ravi like to, yeah. to be managed by or coached by?
1: I liked him at first, and then at the end, I left because of him. I couldn't. Right. I, I have to be honest
0: speaking honest yeah i just didn't want to be in this company anymore yeah so it started off all right i mean football's a tough game it It doesn't happen now does it no 16 very rarely yeah yeah and then so was he a coach or a manager was Don, Don? yeah manager yeah yeah so did he have somebody who did the coaching for him Sid. So Sid did all his coaching Sid for him. Sid
1: did the coaching, and Les Cockeru was a uh, trainer for uh, England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them two. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And when you transitioned from wing half to, to playing up front, was that a revelation to you, or did you have to, did you think, do you know what, this is, it's easier for me, or I'm more suited to it, or Jimmy, or did you have to work hard at... G- i
1: never thought about moving up, you know. I thought to get a game in... Um, Leeds' team, I had to go right wing. Yeah. And to be honest, that's where they put me, to give me a game. It was, it was nice that way. But it was... I never thought, I never dreamt that I'd be like a, a striker up there. And I just loved it. And I think I took to it like I took to water, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, obviously. Obviously did. And then, am I right in saying that, that you went to Birmingham after that? Yeah. And when you were at Birmingham if I'm not incorrect, was it Stan Cullis? Yeah. Now he was a big, he's been a big name in, in the world of football. He was
1: big then as well. He'd done Wolverhampton, it that wondered, team, yeah. remember Wolves, it. Yeah. Wolverhampton were a good side. Yeah. They were the first ones on TV and for night matches. I, I remember all that. And I remember like Stan Cullis was kind of feared by the Wolves team if he shouted the jump. The jumped, yeah. <laughs> yes, I yeah. did.
0: And So can you remember what, what that was like, work working for him, was it? The, the, you know, was it was it easy in terms of relating to him? How, how did he manage his teams?
1: Well, he didn't take training. No, there's a guy called Joe mallet uh, football man, you know, a bit like Sid Owen. So that was that was okay. I could fit in there. Uh, but as much as he did strange things. Stand. I quite liked him, you know. Yeah. I really did. I mean, I I moved from there eventually. Well, not so long after, because of something he said to me. And then when I kind of moved on, I we liked one another, didn't we? And he he kind of spoke well of me to Tony Waddington when I came to stroke. so yeah. There was kind of a, a love there. Really, yeah. You know. Really.
0: Yeah. Now. Obviously, that then time, time in a timely manner brings us to Tony Warrington and in your career at Stoke. And obviously, f- from a biased perspective, that's what kind of, you know, it, it, for me was you as a as a supporter at that time. Jimmy was the pinnacle of, of your career. Although Manchester United fans would, would I'm sure disagree with that. But I know how much you you, you know you loved. If you talk about the seventies team, what so gone? I'd love to know from your perspective what it was like working for, for Tony Waddington as your manager through your career at Stoke?
1: It was all right, it was Tony, yeah. I mean, he didn't make... Th- he bought or he brought it you or know, play the players that he... the lads that he wanted, you know, and uh, and it was more or less throwing the ball and Get on go out then. and entertain them, lads.
0: So you, can you remember what training was like? Was it like... Did he did he do any of the training? Was it structured in any way? Was no,
1: it I can't <laughs> laugh at me. But at <laughs> the end of training, he always finished off with a game anyway. And he joined in or tried to and I don't know if you ever saw him run.
0: No well I can't say. But I he did. didn't
1: run, he couldn't. Yeah, yeah. And he was kind of falling over all the time, but he just dying to get a little one little touch t- in with him and, Yeah. Yeah, I feel sad that I wish he could have kind of joined in with us all with you know,
0: it's, so I, so was were you as a group of players did he have a coach did he because
1: well we didn't have a upset a few people here he didn't have a coach that I thought knew that much about yeah, yeah. didn't know so much about football' don't get me wrong I'm not but he had a lad from uh, who played for uh, Liverpool Alan, Alan acorn And a lovely man, anyway, so you would run, run, run for him. Because that's what it was when you were training. Run, run, run. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't too fond of run, run, run. No. Up Trenton.
0: Trenton Mills, yeah.
1: Give us the ball and. Lovely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there was a lot of running work without the ball and that. Unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Up Trenton, the mills. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. Them flies getting in your mouth.
0: Yeah, 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 you know all oh, the, all the yeah. little rat runs round there, Jimmy. Yeah, get yeah. away, get
1: away, fly. Well, yeah, flipping fly, you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah.
0: Okay, so and I'm going to come back to to some of the players you played with if if if, if we can. So anybody who knows the history, Jimmy knows that you you had a great set of players there that, that did some really really good things and probably if if if. The truth's known didn't quite reach the potential that you could have you could have done in terms of if you'd had more time, you yeah. know, because the finances of the club were a big problem, weren't they, Jimmy? At that point, we'll come to that at the end. In a minute, minute. I
1: think we'd better do.
0: We'll do that at the end. Yeah. So then, I think every every individual in Stoke on Trent almost cried their eyes out when you went to Manchester United. But that must have been, I don't know. I'll ask you. That must have been a. Because I mean, in Manchester United, are, you know, whatever you say, they, they, if not the biggest club in the world, they're one of them, aren't, aren't they?
1: I think most kids, you know, I mean, especially in my day, all they wanted to do was play for Man United. That was their dream. Yes. But, but what you had to remember, or what they had to remember, I was more than happy at Stoke. Uh, yeah. I really was. The supporters loved me to death. I knew that. I was a player that needed an arm round me and a pat on the back I didn't need a rollerkin to get the best out of mm. me and that's what they gave me.
0: They did, first
1: Jimmy. club to chant my name
0: and it was bloody really lovely. Jimmy, you, yeah, and, and we must touch on that before we finish this, but you went, to, you were you under Dave Sexton when you first went to United? No, Tommy Dock. Tommy Dock. So go on, what can you remember about how Tommy Dock was as, as a manager or, or a coach or, or how, he, how he dealt with you? You, you got memories of that?
1: He had a few people that didn't like him, Tommy, because he was straight to the point. Mm-hmm. I liked him hell of a lot, mm. and uh, yeah, I really, really liked him. The players, he was a bit like Tony in the sense that he got the players that he wanted. No tactics whatsoever.
0: Seriously, <laughs>
1: throw the ball to you as you're going out. Go and entertain them once again. I mean, Brilliant and what else could you do and especially at the end you had to entertain them with the likes of uh, Alan Hudson you
0: know <laughs> yeah 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 and then when because Dave Sexton followed Tommy Dock yes yeah. and now from if you believe what you read Dave Sexton was much more structured and strict and, and, and a coach rather than a, than a manager If that's if I'm correct right. was that spot on and was that difficult Jimmy,
1: well, yeah, Tommy had it right. I mean, it was a case of throw the Martin Buck and the ball and go and entertain them, yeah. you know. Unfortunately, when Dave came in, lovely, lovely man, don't get me wrong. I don't think anybody hated him. No. It was left arm up for near post, two arms for up far. for far post, and it was all kind of signals. And then what did he do anyway? <laughs> He puts Mickey Thomas on all the free kicks. Now Mickey didn't know his left from his right. <laughs> <laughs> Great lad, did you ever meet him? I did. Yeah, oh, I awesome. treated Wonderful. Mickey. I did. I kind of what they called him as well. I kind of always used to be putting my arm round him, and because at times Mickey thought, I think I'm sure that he felt that he shouldn't be playing with all these big names.
0: Well, if you speak to him, Jimmy, he and um, Mickey was a. I, I treated Mickey when he had an injury one of his injuries and uh, he was he created carnage in the in the department where he was because he couldn't just concentrate on his own injury he had he had it was like he had everybody else involved him, him, yeah, him yeah. and they were in out laughter you know you I can think, imagine can that, yeah. um but i i've heard him speak and he said jimmy when he's been doing some of his after dinner speaking that he had a massive inferiority he said complex he said i was happy at rex and when i was in my own little yeah. bubble but he said he used to go and sit in the toilet at Man United and he used to think, oh my God, I'm going to be sick.
1: Anymore. Oh, well, he's told you that. So now I'll tell you, but when we used to be at the training ground, when he'd kind of, oh God, I'll go in to the toilet, but he'd still be there at the end of training session. <laughs> but it's moved, and this made us all, he's moved to the sauna, right. where we've got a sauna. <laughs> And Lou McCarty was a bugger, you know what I mean, at winding people up and what have you. I think we losing, the, he, Mickey's in the sauna right. so they turn it up. Right. Ah, oh, dear me. And uh, that's how it was. We shouldn't have done that because like I said, he, um, he felt in awe of everyone, you yeah, know, all yeah. the players that he was playing with and should have been here really. Mm. But he should have been there, it was a good
0: oh, player. Oh, absolutely. Are you struggling to find that extra edge to help you stand out above the crowd? Separating yourself from the rest is often about personal leadership. Achieve your true potential and become who you really can be. The Leader Manager Coach Pro Course is a unique membership accessing the knowledge and wisdom from history's greats that will help you develop both personally and professionally to make you truly stand out. The Leader Manager Coach Pro Course. Access now at patreon.com. Leader Manager Coach. So I know of that you after United that you had a spell in America, Jimmy, yeah, yeah. playing and then came back to England and you met up with Waddo again and did it. Crew had a, had a few games at Crew, is that right? Yeah,
1: I'm just trying to think why I did that. I did, yeah, i just come back, yeah, and we went there and we were way down in the division, but uh, I got this bad pelvic injury.
0: That's right, that's right.
1: Bad Belwick, yeah. and I could hardly walk. And if I drove up to Manchester, which were, and I couldn't, I could hardly get out of the car. And so then I got, I got old, hold Waddo and just said, can mm. I come here and just,
0: mm.
1: See, go can... through the motions really, it's wrong. But I couldn't have stayed at Manchester United with that injury. No. They'd seen what I could do.
0: Pfft. He couldn't do it anymore. No. He
1: said he's not trying yeah yeah he's walking about, look at him, yeah, but um yeah, so I couldn't stay and so I, I went there yeah and uh, and then when I went there after that, I went to watch a game at um, Cobridge somewhere it was, and um the chairman of Port Vale was there, yeah, and he just said to me, Will you come to us now' And I just thought, right, I've played for Stoke, I've played for the crew, I'm going to play for Port Vale, they can't ever go at me. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, that's in
0: this city, did it, that's great. So I
1: went there in first year, got promoted. So Brilliant. So I did my bit for Port Vale, so... And I don't think it was so so much of a deal from the Stoke fans. No, they'd had the best if of you. If they'd have been up there at top, they'd be Man United, and I'd have gone there and got them, they'd have played hell, wouldn't they? They would.
0: Yeah. Was that under John McGrath? Yeah. Yeah. And Rudgy. Oh, you played under Roger. Was he manager? Roger well? was, no, was the, Roger was the
1: coach. It, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: uh, yeah. So, and what I'd like to t- just touch on Jimmy is, and you went to Rochdale as a player-manager, didn't you? What? So, what? What was that like as an experience?
1: Shouldn't have gone. My brother couldn't get a bloody club. He was. He could Sorry, I swear. Couldn't get a club. Then kept pestering me, and he said, Ro- "Rochdale jobs up for sale. Why well, don't you know it's, mm-hmm. it's a job yeah. So I thought to help him out, I didn't want him back in the game in at a youngish age. Then we got talking to them in fair play; they listened, and I thought, "Yeah." And then all the things that I kind of said to them: "Well, I get this. I'll get this player." And I did. I tapped them up, you know, mm. and I got them to come. In, and I'll be honest with you, they were willing to come to Rochdale for Jimmy Green, or not for Rochdale. Right. And then when I took over, all the promises that they kept, not one of them came. No. So it was bye bye. I'm not wasting my time. Yeah, yeah. So it was a rig doing it, you know.
0: So. From what you're saying Jimmy it doesn't sound like you had a burning ambition to be a manager it it, it sounds like and correct me if I'm wrong that you went there because of your brother initially, initially and, and yeah, yeah. initially yeah. yeah yeah okay so and I don't think I, th- I don't think you could say being a football manager for it has to be 110% don't it because it's like all like, all consuming it, and it
1: has both ways from the from the directors to the manager, yeah. the players have all got to, and they'd let me down before even the job started. started. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Weren't yeah. having that. Yeah. Weren't having that. Yeah. So, okay, so that's a real nice walk through the managers that you've been under, and wow, when you think about the people who, who've been your coaches and managers from Sid Owens and, and Don Revy and, and, and Stan Cullis, and Tony Waddington and Tommy Dark and blimey mm-hmm. Dave Sexton that that's a that's a who's who of, yeah, of, of people yeah. Jimmy you know and I don't think unless you walk through that you'd realise um, so as a player then if I can what what was it like, say, playing with, so there you are at United and you've got these managers like Tommy Dockham, let, let's stick at United at the minute, where, where Tommy Dockham actually throw you the ball and say, go on, go and entertain the yeah. 60,000. I mean, unbelievable in your playing with Buchan, as you say, was he your captain, Martin yeah, Buchan? good captain. Was Joe Joe Jordan, was he there then, or did he come he later? He
1: came and, <laughs> lovely man, love it, we all know Joe. And, but Dave Sexton bought him and Gordon McQueen, two six foot odds. Yeah. And to put Joe in, he had to leave me or Stewart out and right. I didn't go down too well with the players. They used to play up to feet to us and then the midfielders join in. And yeah. They'd just go and get the yeah. Fifteen goals a season. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: When Joe came and uh, the ball kept going up and coming back.
0: Yeah, yeah, wouldn't different stick, style.
1: We'll call it. Wouldn't stick. He couldn't do it. But to, but to be right with about Joe, he worked ruddy really hard on it. He worked so hard after after training sessions. He would do extra training. Yeah, yeah. Knock yes. the ball up to me. Knock the ball up to me. Yeah. His one touch wasn't very good, but he, yeah. at the end he became all right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made a career out of the game, Jimmy. Yeah, didn't he? Mm. He did. So, so that was. So who uh, who else was it great playing with when you were at United? What what? Who else was it great? Playing?
1: Well, it was just nice playing with your brother, wasn't it? I'm sure. Man United, your brother, young brother. Excuse me. So that was kind of icing on the cake as well. Yeah. For well, mum and dad. Yeah, oh, I'll
0: bet. Yeah, I bet. And then if we come back to when you were at Stoke, Jimmy, if you ask, if you you wouldn't have to do a poll of many supporters to say well. Um, you know, it was when you played with Alan, the that, that people, I think people as supporters would remember the, the, the great bits. What, from your point of view, was it ev- the whole team? Was it, you know, with Terry and, or anybody in particular?
1: No, I mean, it was nice in the way with Terry, but Terry loved playing one-two, so he was only the one knock it up to me and get it back. Terry. Terry could have been, I wouldn't say a world-beater, but he used to kind of beat his men. He'd look up and I'd run near post and what have you. And then when I got there to tap it in, I'd look again and he'd gone back to have another go at it. He wanted to beat him twice. And he knows that I've said that about him, so it doesn't worry me, I'm telling you.
0: Peter Beagle used to do that, beating, him, beating, him, beat That's
1: right, he did it. Oh, he got that. He and because
0: um, the the centre forwards, I can't remember who it was, was saying oh, I'm exactly the same. I'm, re- yeah. I've got into the second six yard box, Jamie. I'm, the, I'm the timing's perfect, and he's pulled it back to, to to whip it in with the other foot or or beat him three times. You know, yeah. Um,
1: did though. And the difference was straight away I noticed when I went to United, they had a in the Stevie couple. Yeah. And I kind of I'm watching him out at high corner and he beats the fella and I've gone near post and the ball's there.
0: Was that one of your favourite trip or things that you, the way you, near post run? Was that one of your things or Well
1: you've got to learn how to lose people, you they're not just gonna let you one no, no, no. after you. No. So yeah, look one way, go the other go or whatever. So uh, but it was always there from Stevie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could and do I it. got my first goal for Stoke against Birmingham at Birmingham through just that, yeah. So that gives you confidence every game. And
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. What about when you were with Huddy? Because everybody says that was when you had that. It was it was something that at times was like wonderful to what? watch, and it and it was. I mean, I was only a kid then, but well,
1: we always tell people. I mean, we never never worked on it at all. You just gave a ball we had a training and it came and games come that was it
0: it's amazing
1: I look one way
0: <laughs> it's great
1: I look one way and then the fellow had gone. I come back and the ball was there waiting for me and yeah. vice versa yeah yeah yeah
0: absolutely oh, it was brilliant.
1: yeah well I mean it just was he you, you couldn't you can't put words into it how good it I
0: was I know I know and, and it and as you say, Jimmy, when you'd speak to Stoke fans who, from that era, people who you know maybe, who can remember yeah. that that you know Hudson greenoff was was the kids used to shout it and kick as they were kicking the ball across the street like that's what they used yeah. to they, they used to you know
1: but we, were, we couldn't wait to play you know every game at Stoke. We just wanted to what what I wanted entertain them.
0: yeah, yeah, and we did yeah, yeah, he did hundred percent. Hundred percent, yeah.
1: But Odi'll say to me when I see him, he just all I get
0: is how good Greenough was. Is that what Odi
1: says? Yeah, but so I said, Odi, all I get is how good you <laughs> were. So I don't know what what you can.
0: Well, I, I you think you were both that. loved. It. I I would say, Jimmy, that um I would not tell Alan this. I don't I don't know Alan um, to speak to, but um. I think, you know, you've probably just just niffed. I think you're just just a little bit higher in the, the love stakes from the old Stoke fans, I think. Absolutely. Um but yeah, you were really absolutely brilliant together. And um I don't think even though I've got such admiration for the Tony Pulis team, I really have. Um I think the the team that you played in with Sammons and, and uh Dennis and, and, and Bluto and, and Banksy, I, I think it had a magic about it, uh, Jimmy, that, that... There
1: were some good players there that didn't get a recognition, Jeff Sandals, for example. What a great left-winger, up, down, up, down. Mick Pedgick had a birthday, he did, letting him, he let him defend for him, attack for him. Oh, Mickey would go attacking and walk back, you know, and Sammy running back, but he was so fit, that lad. Was he? So yeah. fit.
0: Yeah did it hurt you never getting a full England cap? because you, you, you talked about as the best player that's never played for England Jimmy and, and, and you know and I don't want to embarrass you when I say like that but I think there's oh, thousands of people would, yeah, would agree would agree with that
1: I didn't like I had a chance you know you, no I didn't know. you never guess who was manager at the time on Revy yeah hmm. yeah and the, the, the what they call it um, the press were clamouring for me and him oh. to play, you know. Oh, me and yeah, him. Yeah. So when I say he kind of gave in, there was an under twenty three game in Hungary. Right. So he picked us both as the over overage players. Yeah. So yeah. what do you do when we get there? Put me on right wing, and Nuddy, who hadn't got a left foot, no. on the left wing. Right. I was amazed
0: that Woody, Woody never just bloody walked off. Yeah, yeah. But he stuck Disgusted it. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
1: I but think. He, d- he didn't want us to do no, it. No. He, he didn't want us. No. He didn't want to be told by the press. No, an ego thing, well, maybe, Jimmy.
0: You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so the other thing that I try and do on the podcast, Jimmy, because there's quite a few youngsters who listen to this, um, what. What would you say, somebody who's who's obviously, as a schoolboy, got taken on and, and, and had an illustrious career and 600 games about Jimmy, was it something like that? Well, played. I never kept anything
1: like that. All the goals I scored, how many. You're I just too I don't know. <laughs> no, I, truthfully, I never did.
0: Um, well, let's say, you know, you've had a career, a stellar career, um, and you're loved by many. Um, what if you had to say to, to young kids today, I know the game's different, I know the world's different, I know that things are different, what would you say to young kids today who, who've who got dreams of being a player?
1: <laughs> well, you must train hard. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, well, I, I hated running up them Trenton Mills. <laughs> and anyway, I held that round the ground, yeah. the Victoria ground. Yeah. But I used to make up for it with uh, what's called doggies. Yeah. And kind of go your 30-yard sprint back 30 yard, And there's not many who beat me at that. No, no. But I understand like the cross-country is better. But if you can do it, they must do it. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of giving you just a start to get fit. You can't go straight into sprinting. No. And, um, yeah, do it for your mum and dad. Oh, that's nice. Do it for your mum and dad.
0: Do you remember having them emotions to doing it, doing the pride for your right. mum and dad? Yeah. I
1: just, I just wish my dad never saw Brian and me together. No. No. And yeah. My mum did.
0: Yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, my dad didn't.
0: Was your dad um, a big influence in your in your yeah. football? Or was, yeah. was it? Yeah. He knew yeah. the game.
1: Yeah. He knew the game.
0: Yeah. 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 And encouraged you when you were when you were up in Barnes. He would at lad. times have a go at
1: me. So and I'd go, i to him. what's he on it? what's he? Doing?
0: He said, "Just
1: trying to get you going better, you know." More yeah, and yeah, more yeah, yeah, was. yeah. So there was, once I knew that, I was oh.
0: fine. Oh, that's great! that's a great story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, so, is there anything about your career that you think? I should have done that or I should have done that or if you look in hindsight because hindsight's a great science isn't it Jimmy you can all look back and think you know what I, I should have done that better or you know is it is it something you don't you don't
1: necessarily think about no I just think it's nice when kind of other managers for example say real good things and then you know you're doing yeah, it you're right doing job. and I remember that when I signed for Stoke yeah Um. I'll, I'll tell you a story before yeah. that, right, with yeah. Stan Cullis. Yeah. <laughs> and he called me into his office. He says, you want to see me, do you, Gafford? And he says, yeah. <laughs> he says, uh, you're not scoring enough goals. I says, hey, come on, what what do you want me for? Because he, he was a little bit of a Mickey Taker or yeah. whatever you yeah. But he says, no, I'm not. Happy. When was the last time you scored? He said, this was on a third. I says, Saturday. Saturday. said, we beat Huddersfield 5-2. I said, I scored one. Jeff Vowden scored three. Phil Summerhill scored the other one. I said, I remember it to this yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. He said, well, you're still not scoring enough goals. All right. <laughs> and then I, then I says to him, I said, right, you can get me out of here. I don't want to play for you again. <laughs> Seriously, I'd scored, yeah. I'd scored 12 goals in nine games. All right. And I said, is actually we way of trying to G me nope. up? Not working. Not working, mate. Yeah. But then when I eventually was going to sign for Stoke Yeah.
0: The
1: final words that he said to Tony Waddington was, Oh, by the way, Tony, I was there. He says, By the way, Tony, you've got hell of a player there, mate. What I just said. For him to say that, he'd no need to, had really? Needed. No, but I'm just telling you, Tony, said, you've got hell of a player there. He just bought a hell of a player, and that was nice,
0: absolutely, really nice because you were a record fee then, weren't you, Jimmy? Well, yeah. No, not compared to today, no, but at I? the time, yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, that's been absolutely great, Jimmy. That has, I mean. I wanted to ask you about the managers you played under, and you really have got a, a list of, of real eminent guys that you, that you've played under there, um, and, and some of the players that you've played with, and, and you know you give me a great insight into into that. Um, so that's that's really really good. Is there anything else, Jimmy, that you 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 want to share? Um, now I've kind of picked your brains for for forty five minutes or. Um, anything else about your life or your career that you think, you know what, I'll... I'll there yeah. will
1: be when you've gone. When I've gone, you'll think there's something, yeah, there's oh always I, something I, you I, wish you'd oh said. Dear. Yeah, aye. Yeah.
0: Oh, but, you know, you're still absolutely... You They're do guilty,
1: haven't they, by the way? <laughs> That's not going on the podcast. <laughs> and, oh, sorry, It's, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Listen, I love things That's like that. Right. girl she, with the
0: babies. Right. Oh. I know... Yeah. <laughs> Wait to finish yeah. The podcast. yeah, it's all yeah. right, Jimmy. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I've been. I've got Marcus. I I'll thank you for for setting setting this up because I really respect people's time. And um, Jimmy, you're still the most loved player in the 1970s So when you speak to Udsy you can you can you can pass that on to him, mate. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So thank you very much, Jimmy. Uh, and uh, anytime
1: it's
0: bless you. It's
1: nice. There must be loads and loads, but I can't.
0: I can't think at this moment in time you know oh that's lovely thank you very much enemy jimmy